Hello all, and welcome to Daryl Discusses. I'm your host, Daryl. Hello everyone, welcome back. Today is August the 13th, also known as National Lefties Day. And uh, in case you didn't know, your beloved host here is uh, uh, a lefty, so uh, feels good to be appreciated by one's country, I guess. <laughs> and uh, before I get into anything, I wanted to uh, list off some uh, famous historical left-handed people. Uh, firstly, we have uh, Paul McCartney uh, and uh, Ringo Starr, so two out of four Beatles members were lefties. We have President uh, James A. Garfield, uh, Kurt Cobain, Tim Allen, Herbert Hoover, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Bruce Willis, Seth Rogen... Uh, Diane Keaton, uh, who else, who else, who else, Kate Hudson, oh, she's gorgeous, uh, Dennis Quaid, Owen Wilson, I think, isn't, uh, I think Obama was left-handed, actually, we, we've had quite a few left-handed presidents, uh, Babe Ruth was, uh, left-handed, uh, Einstein was allegedly left-handed, uh, Helen Keller, Barack Obama, Lewis Carroll, Oprah Winfrey, Neil Armstrong, Bill Gates, Mary Curie, Mark Twain, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, uh, Lady Gaga, Da Vinci, of course, Matt Groening, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Caesar, Ludwig van Beethoven, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Henry Ford, uh, Jack the Ripper, apparently, Alexander the Great. You know, just many, 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 many uh, very famous left-handed people. And, you know, it feels good to be one of them. <laughs> I mean, probably the only thing I have in common with Aristotle and Mark Zuckerberg and Napoleon or Richard Pryor or Buzz Aldrin or Sir Winston Churchill uh, or John F. Kennedy Jr. You know, this is or Chaplin or Michelangelo or David Bowie. Or, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. There have been many, 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 many famous historical figures who have been left-handed and, you know... I'm very proud to be one of them. <laughs> so yeah, happy uh, Southpaw Day to any, uh, if there's any of you guys listening, then congratulations to you guys as well. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to apologize uh, for the change in audio quality. Uh, I believe a few episodes ago I said that I had gotten another mic for guests and that I would be keeping uh, my normal mic until I got a better one. Uh, well, my ex had uh, different plans about that. Which is very funny, because uh, I I recorded that episode, you know, saying how nice she was and whatnot for letting me keep it. And then the very next day, I woke up to a message. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was. I deleted it as soon as I saw it. I don't want to see her name anywhere on my phone. It was something along the lines of, um, uh, Hey, uh, is there any way I can get my mic back? I want to get into singing or something like that. Which, firstly, I had no idea she can sing. But, you know, who am I to judge? Good luck to her in her singing career. So uh, I very quickly, you know, I, uh, I dropped my plans for the day, and I, you know, I drove over to a house, I dropped the microphone off, and I very quickly ran away. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to apologize for the uh, diminished audio quality. I mean, frankly, I haven't tested this mic, so I don't know if it sounds better or worse. Hopefully it sounds about the same, but uh, I can't really comment as to that. Secondly, actually thirdly now, whatever. Uh, this is the first episode I record with no notes in front of me, so I don't have any talking points or anything. So I'm literally just sitting here, staring at a microphone, staring at my computer, and just rambling. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, rip my first microphone. I did uh, go online and I bought a a replacement microphone, obviously for uh, the guests, which I did have to postpone a guest that was going to come on uh, next week because you know I had no microphone for them. So you know that's a little disappointing, but that's fine. We shall prevail. Uh, anyways, uh, Joe Biden uh, went and uh, he finally decided on a running mate. And who did he settle on? Well, the same woman who said, and I quote, Vice President Biden, you're a bigot, you're pals with segregationists, and you're a sexual predator. You know who that is? That's right, that is Kamala Harris. Uh, you know, on this episode of uh, Joe Biden's Melting Brain, uh, Joe chooses Kamala Harris as his uh, VP candidate. And, you know, for those who don't know... Uh, she has stated that she wants to legalize prostitution and will take executive action on guns. You know, everyone is already taking it to a race and gender play, saying that the only dumb racists, you know, don't like her and whatnot. Well, I mean, personally, I love everyone no matter your color, and I think that this woman is absolutely not qualified for this job. I mean, I think it was... Uh, she's... The New York Times, I believe, labeled her as a... What was it, a progressive moderist or something like that? Which is absolutely insane. I mean, she's basically a socialist. But, you know, I'd, let me not take... You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take some time and attack this woman. No, you know what? Fuck that. No, she doesn't even deserve it. But I think it's very funny that Joe Biden picked a person who called him a bigot and a rapist and a predator and all these things. That's pretty funny. I mean, it's fucked up, don't get me wrong, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, the party that constantly says the right is racist and sexist, I mean, they just chose a VP based solely on sex. I mean, if, if that's not the definition of sexism, I mean, I, I, I don't know what it is. It's... Ugh. I, I want to say it's something stupid, like it's immensely moronic to have chosen her as vice president i mean uh, mrs harris herself was the one who said uh oh i believe all the joe biden accusers so kamala harris believes joe biden abused women but still wants to be on his ticket that's just it's absolute ludicrous and you know what no she doesn't even deserve the time i'm putting into this like no she is absolutely moronic i Ugh. I mean, this is a woman who arrested, like, 2,000 people just on a simple marijuana charge. I mean, it's... it's so stupid. Oh my god. Uh, moving on, I want to talk about a, uh, a tweet I saw by uh, a doctor, uh, David Samadhi. And uh, he tweeted, and I quote, According to the CDC, through the end of July, the average number of total deaths in the United States per day was 7,434. In 2017, there were an average of more than 7,700 days, excuse me, 7,700 7, deaths per day in the U.S. But by that logic, where is the uh, major increase in COVID-19 related deaths? I mean, I I've said it from the beginning. This whole COVID thing is immensely politicized. I mean, I'm willing to bet as soon as November comes around, the virus will just magically disappear. Oh, I'm very sorry. My Siri just... <laughs> oh. 
I forgot that when you... Oh, excuse me. That when you uh, say certain words, your Siri will react. That's pretty funny. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about a little paradox that I thought about recently. I was lying in bed one night, and I just started thinking. And uh, I wrote it down somewhere, but I don't have my notes in front of me, so I'm going to try to remember it as best I can. And it went something a little like this. Um, how was it? Uh, the paradox of our time in history is that we have taller buildings, but shorter tempers, wider freeways, but narrower viewpoints. We spend more, but have less. We buy more, but enjoy less. We have bigger houses and smaller families, more conveniences, but less time. We have more degrees, but less sense, more knowledge, but less judgment. Uh, fuck, what was the rest? What was the rest? Um... Uh, more experts, yet more problems, and uh, more medicine, but less wellness, welfare, something like that. I I randomly thought of that, and I found that kind of interesting. Oh God, you know, I had absolutely zero intentions of recording today, but I just got ramp very 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 bored and so i decided to sit down and start recording and uh actually a few days ago this is completely like has nothing to do with anything but i found this pretty interesting uh i have uh i have a few pocket watches i'm a, i'm a very big fan of pocket watches but they've all been you know modern uh, battery operated simple you know quartz mechanism watches and uh, very recently uh in fact less than a week ago i bought a beautiful i, I don't know what who made it it's from the early 1900s and it's a uh a solid gold my god siri is acting up today i'm very sorry and it's a simple uh gold case with a what's it called with a, a winding like mechanical like the you have to wind the watch up every morning which it's quite annoying because i'm not used to having to wind up your watch but I've been told that it's a lot better than a uh, quartz mechanism. I know very little about watches, but I uh, I do know that having a watch in my vest pocket is, you know, I, in my opinion, it looks nice. I enjoy how it looks. I enjoy, you know, I get quite a bit of compliments, actually. I'm like, oh, what's that thing? You know, what's that chain for? And everyone, no one, like, expects it when I say it's a pocket watch. I was like, oh, really? Why? Like, what what would I have attached to a chain on my vest? Like, what, like, I'll have a pocket knife attached to a vest? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, that reminds me, the other day I... Where was I? I was at some store. No, you know what? Before I talk about that, two days ago, uh, I was driving down to uh, the dog park where I take my lovely dog, Charles, almost a few times a week, you know, two or three times a week I take him to the dog park. And as I was driving to the park, there there were four uh, police uh, cars in front of me stopped. And I was like, okay, you know, shit, you know, we're gonna, we have some traffic, you know, an accident happened or something. And very slowly, you know, we pushed forward until I saw uh, news vans. I saw, you know, the, the local, you know, Miami News or whatever the hell. And I realized that, oh, shit, you know, something is clearly happening like there wouldn't be four or five news vans out here and there wouldn't be so many cops for a simple accident 
and uh, I pushed on a little further, and when I got right next to the park, I realized that there was a protest going on. I, of course, had absolutely no idea why, and I still don't know why. I haven't researched it or anything. I couldn't be bothered. Uh, but yeah, there was a protest going on, and this is the second time I find myself in the middle of a bloody protest. <laughs> the first time was when the lovely Black Lives Matter morons were burning down my city and looting and stealing and whatnot and killing people in the streets. And now, same thing, but I, I do believe this one was a lot more peaceful, and by that end, I'm perfectly fine with that, just... I mean, some of them were on uh, in the streets, which is why the cops had to come and stuff, which, okay, yeah, it's a little annoying, but I'd rather have that than have people burning down buildings and killing people. And, uh, where was I going? Uh, what was I getting to? Excuse me. Uh, yes, I was driving through, a uh, few cop cars in front of me, the cars, uh, the cop cars, like, dispersed. Two of them went to the left side of the street, two of them went to the right side of the street, and then there was another one in front that just kept, like, moving traffic, I guess, like, guiding them. And, uh, me being the funny little troll I am, I decided to roll down all my windows, and I, uh, played the national anthem full blast. <laughs> and this wasn't a very good idea, because one of the triggered little protesters didn't particularly enjoy my, uh, display of, uh, patriotism, and decided to get a rock, and, uh, I mean, thank god. That liberals have very shitty aim. <laughs> because this this rock just flew by my car. Like, this man had, like, all my windows were open if he wanted to. Like, he could have very easily hit me in the face or something. But no, he completely missed my car, completely missed me. And then a cop tackled him to the floor and arrested him, which is insanely funny. And, uh, actually, I, I think I do know why they were protesting. They were protesting, uh, because, uh, they reopened their investigation about some kid who got shot. And they were trying to go after the, I think it was like a district attorney or something, who just so happened to live in a condo uh, next to the park that I uh, frequent. And I think that was it. I mean, I don't know. I, I kept driving. I, mean, I was going to go to the park. I saw the park was infested with, you know, uh, protesters. So I said, you know, fuck that. There's no way in hell I'm going to stop here and, you know, endure this torture. So I, uh, I pushed on. I Poor Charles didn't end up going to the park that day, but that's quite alright. So yeah, I, I just put down my windows and blasted the national anthem. And <laughs> I I don't know why I thought of that. Like, I very randomly was like, you know what? This could be a good idea. Why not do this? And so I did. And that, <laughs> that was pretty funny. And I, I think I posted it on my Snapchat and quite a few people found it very funny. Which, I mean, understandable. Uh, here's some other very sad news. Like, moving on. Uh, a five-year-old, uh, ca uh, Cannon Hinnett, uh, was executed in cold blood while riding his bike. The accused killer is Darius Sessoms. He allegedly walked up to the boy and shot him dead in front of his sisters. Of course, you reversed a racist, and this is the, you know, this is the only thing that the media will ever talk about for the next, like, month. But, I mean, every day these absolutely god-awful things happen. And nobody, nobody talks about it because it doesn't fit the political agenda of the left. I mean, just take this kid's uh, story, for example. You know, a five-year-old gets shot point-blank while riding his bike. Of course, the mainstream media completely ignores that. You know what they do focus on? 
a grown man who got shot after fleeing a construction site where he was trying to find tools to steal. Okay, let's talk about a criminal who got shot. That's much more interesting than a little five-year-old who got shot in front of his own yard because he allegedly touched the neighbor's yard. He stepped, like, he accidentally rode his bike through the neighbor's lawn. And the neighbor was like, oh, okay, that, that's, uh, that deserves the death penalty? Oh, come on. That's, it's absolutely ludicrous. It's terrible. I mean, again, if you reverse the races, that's just, that's, that's it. That's the biggest story of the year. I mean, in Chicago, uh, a two-year-old cancer patient missed his birthday party because rioters and looters attacked the uh, Ronald McDonald uh, charity like place. I think it's called the uh, Ronald McDonald House or something like that. Like, this poor little kid. This could have been his very last birthday. Like, his last birthday. But nope, there they were... Nope. They had to go and steal whatever. What do you even steal from a charity? What, you stole toys from, like, a three-year-old? Oh, congrats. And not to mention the Black Lives Matter Chicago leader. Uh, what she said about the looting of stores. She said, oh, this is reparations. Anything they want to take, take it. Because these businesses have insurance. Are you... Are you insane? No, what, what is wrong with you people? And of course, oh, if I say this, I'm a racist because I'm against Black Lives Matter. No, listen. No one in their right mind would say that black lives don't matter. Because they do. Every single life matters. No matter what. Okay? That is a basic human thing. Okay? We're all humans. We all matter to someone. Okay? But now, they're saying, because I don't agree with the agenda of uh, looting and rioting and killing people and you know for absolutely nothing, then I am a racist. Have we forgotten the definition of racist? In fact, you know what? Here, I'm going to very quickly get my phone. Where's my phone? I have lost my phone. I will very quickly get my iPad <laughs> and Google the definition of racism. Here it is. Prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. So, by that logic... None of this is racist, but, but attacking someone based on their skin color, that's definitely racist. That's first, it's a hate crime, not to mention it's immensely racist. You know who's been doing that all over the country quite recently? The Black Lives Matter people. Also, something I, I don't get, okay, this might sound a little racist, but I don't intend it to. Why are most of the Black Lives Matter people, like the protesters, white? Is that they're like... What's the word? It's like white man's guilt or something. I mean, I'm not white. I mean, my skin color is white, but I, I'm i not like, okay, my grandparents are English and Spanish and whatnot. Like, technically, I'm white, but I was born in Cuba, so I'm, you know, I'm Hispanic, and both my parents are Cuban. So, I can't, you know, speak as to the white man's guilt. I mean, I personally have absolutely zero guilt. It's not my fault that somebody's great 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 grandfather had a few slaves like that's you know it's not my fault yeah it's god awful slavery it was something that should have never existed i mean which is quite funny there are more people in slavery nowadays mainly it's you know sex trafficking and whatnot than there were in the 1860s i mean lincoln freed the slaves in what 1860 1863 i think was when the uh emancipation proclamation was issued 
I think, 1863. And there were about, I'm going to say, 2 million? Actually, you know what? I, I don't want to sound, I don't want to be inaccurate. So let's Google. How many slaves were there in 1960? There were... Mm, hello? There were 3 million, almost 4 million slaves. Okay. And now let's see how many slaves are there. I mean, of course, we, we can't really say the exact number. Are there now-a-days? I saw a... Oh, Jesus, fuck. There are an estimated 21 to 45 million people trapped in some form of modern-day slavery. I mean, human trafficking, that definitely counts. But there are 40 million people enslaved today as opposed to 4 million in the 19, 1860s, excuse me. But no one is talking about this. This is an insanely important issue. I mean, President Trump uh, recently passed, uh, issued an executive order trying to help uh, stop human trafficking. But of course, the media won't bloody talk about it. Like, they couldn't give less of a shit. They're too busy focusing on what monuments these Black Lives Matter people are going to tear down next. I mean, it's... I... Okay, I, I get their struggle. Like, yes, there are some corrupt cops. Yes, there are some people who should have zero power, but yet they do. Yes, there is a racism problem in this country. But there is a racism problem in every country. You can't fix racism. It's not institutionalized. I hear that phrase all the time. Oh, it's institutional racism. Oh, it's institutional racism. Okay, which institution? So we can fix it. But then you ask that, and ooh, they, they, that's it. Like, they're dead. Like, nope, they have no bloody clue what the hell we're talking about. It, if you say it's institutional racism, then you should be able to mention which institutions are racist, right? That's just human, like, it's common sense. It's basic logic. Excuse me while I take some water. <clears throat> you know, I think I'm getting sick. I don't know why, but I feel something in my throat. It's like a, who knows, maybe it's COVID. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, that reminds me of the, I don't think I've talked about it, the horrible explosion that happened uh, very recently in Lebanon. That video was, it's terrible to look at. And uh, I saw a video of, it was uh, some woman's wedding day. And they were recording a beautiful picture of her in her gorgeous gown and whatnot. And then you just see the, the shockwave, like the, yeah, the shockwave uh, hit her. And the woman like goes flying. Like, I mean, we don't know exactly how many people are dead yet. But uh, you can look online. You can see the photos of the place before and after. It looks like an atomic bomb went off in the, the middle of, you know, a, a massive city. It's like, imagine right now if, uh, you know, the, the docks just blew up and there was a massive explosion. And then I think it was yesterday or the day before, there was a, a, a giant uh, volcanic explosion, uh, in Indonesia, I think it was, uh, somewhere in Asia, and it's, it was terrible to see this, these, you know, this plume of smoke going up, like, 30,000 feet or something like that, it was just, oh, it's terrible. Oh, God. What was I talking about beforehand? I don't remember. 
<laughs> I'm very sorry, I'm extremely off topic. Well, mainly because normally whenever I record these, I have in front of me, you know, uh, sets of notes where I have talking points. For example, I'll have, uh, you know, hypothetically, say I, if I wrote down notes for this episode, I would have, you know, Joe Biden picks Kamala Harris as VP. And then I would have uh, another one saying, you know, uh, rip my microphone. And then another one, you know, talking about Black Lives Matter, whatever the hell I talk about, and so on. And that helps me, you know, it keeps me focused on one topic. So I don't do what I'm doing now, just jumping from topic to topic to topic. And I can imagine that you people don't like that very much, because I can imagine myself listening to this. That must be immensely annoying. So I'm very sorry to all of you. <laughs> oh, God. School starts in about 20 days, and I have absolutely no money. <laughs> I asked my parents, they're like, nope, we uh, we told you we would support you all the way through college, excuse me, all the way through high school, and then once college started, you're on your own, buddy, like, <laughs> you're screwed. And so I have emailed my, uh, my college asking if there was any way that I can get uh, financial aid or if I can take out a loan or something, and uh, I have yet to be replied, which is very annoying because school starts in less than a month, like less than 20 days from now, school will start. And of course, school will be, at least the campus that I'm going to, will be virtual for the first month. And then starting, I think it was October or something, they, they released an email, but I don't remember exactly what the email said. I think most classes through September will be completely online. And then they'll slowly start implementing person-to-person uh, -person classes, but, you know, with social distancing and blah, 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 blah. Uh, all the uh, safety measures necessary to properly, you know, to conduct class. Because uh, I... Okay, I haven't experienced much of online school. I mean, my last uh, semester of high school was done online. But, you know, the teacher, they would just send an email with, you know, hey, do this, 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 and this. Uh, email it to me by this time on this date. Thank you. Have a great weekend or whatever the fuck. Um, but I can't imagine, you know, you're spending money on college. Like, you're spending a shit ton of money going to school to, you know, try to learn something decent and interesting and useful. But I can't possibly imagine doing that online. Like, that... No, like, you're not going to learn anything. You can't really do much online. Like, your teacher... I mean, humans are social creatures, okay? We are meant to be with other people. Personally, I think I learn better, I focus better, when I'm with other people. I, I, I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion i mean yeah sure online school yay i, I got to wear my pajamas all day and whatnot <laughs> which actually i saw a a headline uh, I, don't, I don't know which uh news agency so i'm very sorry but it said something along the lines of uh school district will not allow uh school uh students to wear pajamas during online classes and that's the most ludicrous thing i think i've heard this week i mean how are you expected to enforce that like what's the punishment for wearing pajamas. <laughs> I mean, I I like to dress up quite a bit. 
I mean, I you know, I mean, I wear suits and ties all the time, but I knew many many students who went to school in hoodies and sweatpants or you know pajamas, and nothing happened to them. And I've seen pictures of college students; they're even worse. So I wonder, like, what it's like for them. I mean, these people go to school in pajamas every day, and nothing happens to them, right? Like, or at least I assume, if something did happen, they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't go to school like dressed like that every day. So what, like, what would the punishment be? Would you be like, you I mean, you can't get sent home or anything, because typically, if you if you're in school and you get dress coded or whatever, um, I think you get a detention. But if you keep doing it enough times, you get sent home, which okay, understandable, makes sense. But what are you going to do if it's online class where you just get kicked out of the Zoom call or something? I mean, that's just absolute ludicrous. <laughs> oh, God, that's so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> quite funny, really. Oh, God, I, I, I really do hope that this whole COVID thing, you know, that people start relaxing about it. Because, I mean, I... I went to a restaurant the other day for the first time during this whole COVID thing. Uh, my family and I, uh, we went up to uh, Boca Raton to, you know, for a nice beach day and whatnot. And actually, uh, we took Charles, and it was uh, his first day at the beach. And I didn't know that dogs instinctively knew how to swim. So, like, I got this huge leash, like 50 feet long. And I, you know, I slowly started getting in the water. And I, my dad was behind me, and we were talking. And I turned around and talked to him. And when I see Charles, is like, right next to me, he's paddling and i was like well it's so fucking cute blah 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 and yeah i had no idea that they can swim uh what was my point uh oh yes yes uh book of raton uh we at we were at the beach we finished you know our beaching activities and whatnot we pack up we leave and uh you know we're all hungry after a long day of swimming and whatnot so we stop at a restaurant in ale house or whatever the hell we went to and the restrictions at least in broward county weren't as bad as they are down here in Dade County. In Dade County, if you go to a restaurant, I think you're forced to eat outside and stuff. Which, okay, understandable, you know, fair enough. But no, in Boca Raton, we were sat down, you know, like nothing happened. We took off our masks. We, you know, we uh, disinfected our hands and whatnot. And we, you know, we had a pleasant dinner. We ate, like, you know, like if nothing was happening. And hopefully... In a few months, things will get better. I mean, uh, I'm hearing rumors that the Russians apparently have a vaccine that they're doing some final testing on. I hear uh, some Canadian corporation is also working on a vaccine. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe in two, three, maybe max by, like, November or December. By, like, the end of this year, we should have a vaccine ready and, you know, cases should basically disappear. I mean, I wouldn't say disappear because, I mean, the Black Death, you know, the plague was in the, what, 1300s or whatever. Yet every day, every year we still have cases of it. Like, okay, we won't completely eradicate the disease, but it won't be a, you know, quote-unquote global pandemic. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully by that time, you know, schools will get back to normal. I can... I can basically do everything I used to. I can go to the grocery store without having to wear a horrible mask, which I can't breathe in. Or, you know, I, my glasses get really foggy, which that's super annoying. Like, I, I've yet to figure out how to properly wear a mask without getting my glasses foggy. I mean, I, I might Google that. I'm sure there's a YouTube video about it. I mean, I don't mind wearing the mask. Like, I don't 
like okay if i have to wear it i'll wear it but like if i'm at a park or something or if i'm jogging like with charles i'm not gonna wear the mask like if there's people if i'm in a crowd or something okay yeah sure fine i'll wear it i mean i always keep a, a little tiny bottle of uh, hand sanitizer in my pocket and i have a massive like it's a liter it's a giant like it's almost like you know a giant tube of uh hand sanitizer and i have i have another one of alcohol like i have a spray bottle of uh 70 proof alcohol in my car you know just in case and i keep a pack of masks in my car in case i'm ever with someone who doesn't have one and that has happened twice already but you know most people are decently prepared and stuff and uh, yeah it, it's a little inconvenient it's extremely annoying but hey if it quote-unquote saves lives then who am i to judge <laughs> and on that happy note Thank you all very much for joining me in today's episode of Daryl Discusses. Goodbye everyone, have a good rest of your day, and thank you for joining me once again. Goodbye!